of 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. FM. This is Soul to Soul on your radio here on a Friday afternoon here in Johannesburg. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the to the show on this very, very beautiful but quite uh, meaningful Erev Shabbos. As we know, it is Erev Shabbos Chazoin, the Shabbos before before Tisha B'Av as we lead up towards what we hope is not going to be a fast day, what still there's plenty of time, and we'll talk about it, Mitzvah Shem, in a few minutes, to, to, uh, how, how this day, Mitzvah Shem, can, can become a, a reality of, of a yomtiv, of a, of a, of a, of a celebration. But, uh, we are getting ready for Shabbos Chazoyin, obviously it gets that name because of the Haftarah we're going to, to read, which is the first, the first, uh, chapter. Of, of the book of, of Yeshaya and, uh, maybe just let's start off for a second talking about, uh, uh that, that Aftari, there's a, there's a, a quite a, a, a jarring pasuk in, in that Aftari where the Novi laments and says, Ozuas Hashem, the Jewish nation has abandoned HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Niyatsu, they've despised this Kedosh Yisrael, all the holy elements of that Yisrael is. Uh, 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 they've, they've, they've turned and gone, and gone, and gone backwards. And the, the, uh, the Mephorshim, in order to, to, uh, explain this Pasuk and how the Pasuk hangs together, they ask a very, very, uh, well-known and, and question that probably should have bothered us all. It says, granted that obviously, the, the destruction of the base of Mikdash and, and the suffering happened because of, of our sins, because of deficiencies amongst the, the, the Jewish nation. But the obvious question is, why was it in fact necessary for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to actually send the Jewish nation out of Eretz Yisrael and scatter us amongst the nations of, of the world? It would have been equally possible that HaKadosh could have brought suffering, but in Eretz Yisrael, we could have stayed in Eretz Yisrael, and HaKadosh uh, could have made life a little bit uh, more, more, more difficult, and that could have also achieved the purpose of getting us atonement for all of our, our various, all of our sins, and we wouldn't need to go to, to Chutz Leretz, to, to Golis. And furthermore, if you could ask that, why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, 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 give the, the Beis HaMikdash over to the non-Jews for them to, to, uh, to destroy? If Hashem wasn't happy, if we didn't deserve anymore to have the Beis HaMikdash, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu could have put a big padlock on it, could have remained empty, where no one would go in, not, not the Goyim and not, and not the Yidden, until Christ all showed that they were uh, worthy of having it, and they did tshuva, and then we again have access to the to the uh, to the base hamikdash. I mean, uh, in, in any other situation, if let's say a a a a, a king has a uh, has a son 
who he would like to be his heir apparent to the to the throne. So he makes all the he makes them all the fancy clothes and sets it all up. And then whatever the son didn't act so properly, or maybe the son became ill, or whatever uh, situation evolved that he wasn't able at that moment to take over the the kingdom. So is the is the king going to give the garments to to somebody else, or is he going to destroy the palace? No, he'll put them away or hide them until until his son either gets sorted out or 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 gets well, and then he'll be able to wear them. And 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 uh, here also, why not go to Shpoka feel necessary to give over the the Mokim, where the base Mikdash was into the hands of the of the uh, of, of of the of the goyim and have these goyim dancing around in the hechel of Hashem, this terrible chilul Hashem that has evolved from that. Why did it have to happen? So, so explains that if the Jewish nation had remained in in Eretz Yisrael, and Hakadosh Baruch would have sent whatever suffering, whatever difficulties, whatever punishments they would have had to undergo, and they would have had to bear there until hopefully uh, it would it would heal them. Hopefully they would get the message. And and uh, and they would do what they needed to do to uh, obviate their their averus. So then the problem would be if after they they sinned and Hashem accept their tshuva, if they would have a second wave, God forbid, and they would do an averus, they would start doing averus again after Hakadosh Baruch Hu had already punished them. Then, then, then what could HaKadosh Baruch Hu have done? Because someone who goes against the, the, the express decree of, of, of the king, and the king has already punished him harshly for doing that crime the first time, and nevertheless, he's, he's such, he's such a, a callous person that he goes and, and, and does the same crimes again. So that's, that's, uh, that we, the king will get the message, oh, Suffering is is not effective. Suffering doesn't move this person to actually uh, uh, change change himself. And therefore, the the second time, the king will decide. I can't give this person suffering. It obviously doesn't move him. He's impervious to to that. And uh, the king will decide that the only way to deal with a person like that is 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 to kill him. So, so, uh, and, and then, you know, and then it's, it's, it definitely increases the magnitude of the Aveira that once you've already been censored for, for something that a person, that a person did, uh, did, uh, did wrong, and you go back and, and do it again, Chasson Kleiso could have been the situation where Kashbok would have had no choice what, what to do with us. But now, that Hashem took the choice of sending us into Golis outside of Eretz Yisrael, even though it's true, there we would unfortunately continue to do even more Averis, but at least we have a, a argument in, in mitigation of, of sentence that we could claim, we could claim that we're, we're in this totally trafe atmosphere, we're in this atmosphere that reeks with, 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 with impurity, with, with, with evil, with people who are completely devoted and dedicating their lives to be completely contrary and anti to everything that Kodesh and Yiddishkeit stands for. And that's what's causing us to do, to do the Averis. And, and therefore, we, Hashem wouldn't be able to bring 
the the full brunt of of Nida Sadin uh, against us, and Hashem would, would uh, have no choice but to leave us there and give us an extension, at least until we would uh, take the opportunity of doing of doing uh, of doing tshuva. Perhaps there's a, a, another we could we could give uh, to to why we were sent into into uh, in, into Golars. It says that uh, when when Odomorishan committed the first the first uh, the first uh, sin first avera, so that created a a, a, a mixture the 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 nitsutsim the, the the sparks of of kedusha were all mixed up now together when when Odomorishan sinned, the etzara was allowed into into his being and now there's this great big chunk this great big mix. Of, of the nitzotis of kedusha of the of the sparks of 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 our, our, our whose godliness of of kedusha with uh, unfortunately with the uh, the other types and and since Admiration was literally he encompassed the entire world said his head was created from Eretz Yisrael and his uh, ankles were created. From Bavel, and the rest of his body was elsewhere in Chutzaretz. So therefore, his whole essence was now a mixture of all these, of all these, uh, sparks of Kedusha. So that was now mixed all over the world. There are now sparks of, of holiness, sparks of Kiddush Hashem, sparks of Kedusha everywhere in the world. Eretz Yisrael and, and Chutzaretz. And when Kleisol goes into Gullus, and Kleisol has, has, has been found themselves in various situations in every corner, every little, uh, Dorothy in the entire world. And if we stand out there as people who do Ratzna Kodesh Baruch Hu, so then we have the Kayach to gather together all those Nitzutas, all those sparks of Kedusha that are, that are scattered everywhere. Right, and even even when uh, when uh, when we are in Eretz Yisrael, but after we've we've uh, we've uh, we've uh, we've sinned, so so uh, we wouldn't have if we were all in Eretz Yisrael, we wouldn't have that kayach to find all the sparks in in uh, in 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 Chutzlerts. and we wouldn't be able to 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 build the, the again the composite structure of a whole other Mauritian, which is what we need to do before we can get to to. Uh, to Melech, to, uh, to the time of Melech, Melech HaMashiach. But being in Chutzlaretz, every community, every community that creates a, a, a Kiddush, a Kiddush Hashem, that gathers together a few more of, of those sparks and eventually recreates the whole edifice that was Adam Orishan and will bring, bring the, 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 the coming, the coming of, 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 of Mashiach. So it's necessary. To be where we are, and exactly the place where we are, and exactly the moment where we are, to do the Ratzon Hashem in that place, and bring and bring the Kedusha. We'll come back and talk a little bit about our belief in the coming of Mashiach. This is one one point nine High FM. Soul to Soul is the program, and this is the greatest Jewish radio station in all of Africa. There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM.
We're back on your radio here on an Arab Shabbos Kodesh Pashas Devorim. We're starting the fourth and final book, the fifth and final book of the Torah, the book of of of, of Devorim. And there's so much to learn in it. There's so much to understand. It it really is, and on many levels, a book that speaks to the situation that exists past the end of the of the Goliath and the end of the of the uh, of the exiles, but that's for another another time. The important information for this Shabbos that we need to know is candle lighting is no later today than twenty minutes past five five twenty. Try to jump ready from last week. I think last week was five sixteen. So we're moving moving rapidly towards towards a uh, 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 summer, which means that uh, Shkia is at five thirty eight. And if you want to then, uh, Davin Marev, sorry, Bismanoi, and not after Pichma, then 5.56 would be the earliest time for Davin Marev and get the mitzvah of saying Krishma Bismanoi. Again, one doesn't have to wait till 20 past 5 to light Shabbos lift. We're ready from half past 4. If you're ready, if the chunk is cooked, if all the goodies are in their respective places getting warm or cold as they need to be doing, then get your candles on and add. Add on to Friday. Steal some time and add it on to, to Shabbos. It's the only kind of stealing you're allowed to do. You can take time away from Friday and give it to Shabbos. That is certainly within the confines of something that is completely mutter to, to do. Tomorrow, I said, is Pasha's Shabbos Kodesh, Pasha's Devorim. The after, of course, as you mentioned, is the after of Shabbos Chazoin, the first chapter of Yeshaya, which is normally read, most of it, in the tune of, of uh, Echa, to sort of get us into the mood of, of, uh, of Shabbos, of Shabbos Chazoin. Uh, it is, uh, Pirkeovis will be Perik Bays this, this week. And Shabbos Kodesh ends tomorrow night at 11 minutes past 6. 6.11 is the, unfortunately, the end of Shabbos. As we said last week, we are in the period of the nine, of the nine days with its intense level of mourning, no eating meats, no, no washing, no, no washing clothes, no, no bathing of, of, uh, of oneself, except in a minimal kind of, a uh, kind of way. And that all builds up. Of course, uh, we know that Tishba of itself is on Wednesday night. So it'll start at about just before 20 to 6 on, on Wednesday afternoon. As a Tishba, of course, is a full, uh, 24 and a half hour, uh, fast until, until, uh, until whatever time it's, it's, uh, it's over. And yes, we're going to miss being in shul and being able to hear Eicha and, and, and the kinnis in, in shul. But every shul has programs and there's so much available this year, uh, 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 both in terms of the, the, the normal, uh, broadcasts that are available, everything. I mean, every shul is organizing programs. There's, there's no reason why we should not walk away from from Tishbev, quite inspired, quite fired up, and quite ready to begin the the next great work, which is the climb from Tishbev until the until the Yom Noray, until the uh, the high holy days that are that are coming 
uh, yeah, after Dishbov, it's seven weeks until, until Rosh, Rosh Hashanah. We say every day, I believe with a complete faith, in the coming of Mashiach. Even though it's been temporarily delayed, nevertheless, I wait for him, I expect him every day, that he should, that he should come. The Gemara in Sanhedrin Davtsali Chesam tells us that Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi met Eliyahu Anavi and he asked him, when is Mashiach going to come? So Eliyahu says, why are you asking me? Go ask, go ask Mashiach. Right? Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, so Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi asked, asked him, uh, so he, so he, so he says, where, where, where is, where is, uh, uh, So, um, right? So, so, yeah, uh, where, where is he? So he says, no, he's found at the gates of, of Rome. Uh, Elio answered him. And how am I going to, how am I going to recognize him amongst all the people that are sitting in the gates of Rome, Levi, so answered him. He's sitting amongst the poor, impoverished uh, uh, people that have that are afflicted with with saras, and you'll be able to identify him by by seeing the bandages that he wears, because all the other people who are afflicted take off all their bandages and then put on new ones, and Mashiach doesn't take them all at once, but he takes them off one at a time and replaces it and puts another one there in, 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 instead of it. So asked, uh, 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 so, so, so explained to him, and why does he do this? Because it's very possible that any moment, He'll, he'll need to go and fulfill his mission of redeeming Kleiso. And in order that he shouldn't be sort of, you know, at the moment that he's uh, called, he shouldn't be sitting there without any bandages on. Therefore, he doesn't take all the bandages off at once. And so that he shouldn't, you know, uh, uh, get a surprise call. And he's always going to be ready to do the mission that he has to do, which is to, to, uh, Redeem Kaiser. So fine. So, uh, so Abishun Levi goes and he goes to the Shah, to, to the gates of, of Rome, and, uh, he you know, looked for the person that answered the description that Elion Nabi gave him, and he asked him, Tell me, when are you coming? When is the master coming? So, uh, Mashiach answered him, Hayan? I'm coming today. So Bishun Levi was so happy, was overjoyed to hear this amazing, amazing news. And the day passed, and Mashiach didn't appear. So therefore, when Bishun Levi again met Eliyahu Navi, he said to him, I understand, this person who, according to what you said to me, was Mashiach, he lied to me. He said he was coming today, and the day passed, and he didn't come.
So he relaxed him and said, don't, don't worry. What he intended to say was that he wanted to tell you, yes, he was telling you a posuk. In Tehillim Hayyayim, yeah, I'll come today. In Sishmon. If you'll hearken and you'll listen to the voice of Avakadish Baruch. So this is uh, a very, very brief answer of Eliyahu Navi Hayyayim. Right? That's, it's a, it's a pelvic answer. Why didn't the, why didn't Mashiach tell him the whole Pasuk? Say Hayyayim in Sishmo. And then Rabbi Shulnev would have known exactly what he was saying. Why did he, why was he so brief? as to make his answer completely uh, 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 in such a way that he could be accused of uh, of lying. Right? People could make a, a tremendous a tremendous uh, mistake because they would reach the Maskana that uh, maybe Mashiach is, is, is not telling the truth. <coughs> but there's even another <coughs> another very difficult thing with this uh, 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 Gemara and, and the whole discussion between Eliyahu Navi and Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, because Eliyahu Navi sent Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi to the Mashiach, right, himself. Why? In order to learn from Mashiach when Mashiach is going to come to redeem Christ. But at the same time, he tells Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi that uh, Mashiach changes his bandages one at a time, and that was different from all the other people who are sitting there, because it's possible that any moment he'll have to come and appear and do his job of redeeming, of redeeming Christ. In other words, even Mashiach himself doesn't know exactly when he's gonna come. So if so, what exactly was the purpose of Eliyahu Navi sending Rabbi Shulman Levi to, to find him and, and get the day to Mashiach when Mashiach himself doesn't even know himself when Mashiach is going to come. So we can answer both these questions with, with one answer. Eliyahu Navi was intending to tell Rabbi Shulman Levi, don't even ask, don't even inquire when is going to be the exact date of Mashiach. There is no exact fixed date for Mashiach. Even Mashiach himself, right, which uh, <laughs> will make sense that he should know when, when he's going to come. He doesn't, himself doesn't, doesn't know. And uh, he could also get a surprise phone call and get told, right, fine, it's time for you to go. And that's why he changes his bandages one one at a time. But nevertheless, go to Mashiach. Because you still have to learn something very, very important from him. He's going to teach you how should you behave in a situation where we don't know. What, what do you do? How, do? how do you handle yourself in a situation of, of, a, of, of a suffolk while we're waiting? For the moment, the Mashiach might, might be told to come. And what can we do to perhaps precipitate his, uh, his coming? <coughs> and the, 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 the Mashiach go, you know, sort of, uh, will, will carry on what Elyonov was saying. And he, he doesn't, he doesn't himself know the exact the, uh, date of when and exactly when he's come. He answers him, Hayyim. I'm, 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 I can come. Today. So, uh, uh, I saw 
in uh, in the Sefer Abrevimen explains the answer of Moshiach based on it says in the in the uh, in the in the Sfarim that the greatest enemy of a person's ability to grow and develop and really make changes in his own life is, of course, delay. Delay is the greatest, greatest tool of the, of the Yetzirah to get a person to do absolutely, to get a person to do absolutely nothing. Because there's yesterday and there's tomorrow. And in every situation, person should never complain about what happened yesterday. And it's forbidden for a person to push off his plans, push off any inspiration that he has until tomorrow. Because when tomorrow comes, well, tomorrow also has a tomorrow. And you'll push it off to that tomorrow, to the tomorrow that's coming after tomorrow. The purpose of a person in this world is to do what is incumbent upon him and when to do it, Hayyim, to do it today. It's, it's, we have to sort of have a mental picture in front of my eyes of all the minutes and all the hours that are, that are coming and to know exactly what are we going to do? How are we going to utilize the greatest gift that our Kaddish Baruch Hu has given us, which is the gift of time to utilize it to its utmost? Right? Without even worrying about what could go wrong and, and why yesterday was such a failure and what might happen tomorrow. I've got to worry about one thing. What am I going to do in the very next moment? How am I going to fill the next moment of my life with something worthwhile, with something valuable, with some words of Torah, with some chesed, with something that's going to be of value to me and to the world? And that really, he says, is what the Mashiach was teaching Rabbi Shulman Levi. Of course, you want to know when I'm going to come. But the date is not known to anybody, except to Rabbi Islam. Everything depends on the Avodah Hashem of those who are hoping and expecting the, the Gula. And when is that Avodah going to be done? Hayyan. It has to be done today. Now, of course, it's not easy to remain in a situation of, of doubt without knowing what's going to happen and when it's going to happen is very, 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 very different. Right? So how do we handle, how do we uh, measure up to a situation like, like, uh, like that? And that is through that we just serve Hashem one day at a time and we try to do our avoidance Hashem today with as much perfection, with as much shlemus, with as much devotion and dedication as we possibly can. Right? It's, it's, you can't just, uh, you can't just, uh, say that, uh, yeah, okay, I, I, I do want to, so I am inspired, but again, I'll do it, I'll do it tomorrow. Right? Or, 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 or to cry over the spilt milk of the day that was wasted, uh, yesterday. Fine. That what that was and that will be. What's in front of your eyes is today, use that to its, to its utmost. Says, uh, 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 it brings, as, as a proof of what he said, said that, uh, 
there was uh, a uh, speech given by the the director of uh, of Arachim uh, of Yosef Vallis. Says he says I once asked my father says Senator Vallis how was it how did you manage to survive the craziness the madness of of the of of the fearful of, of the Shoah, of the, of the Holocaust. Right? You were, you were, you were, you were a young man, you were in the, you know, the best of, of your years, and you just see in front of you all these pictures of, of people, of people dying, of people being, being, being slaughtered. And, and, and somehow, how did you manage to cope with it? So his father answered him, he said, he says, I was always living the next, the next second, his father said. I never, cried about what happened in the past, and I never thought about what's going to be tomorrow. I was always completely focused, and, and that gave me tremendous simcha on the fact that I'm alive at this moment, and I could focus, give me the gift of life right now, and, and therefore whenever I even conversed with HaKadosh Baruch it was Hashem, give me life in the next, in the next second. Right? Give me, give me another, another hour. Give me another opportunity. Another day. Right? And when, and when, uh, when I got that, so, I said thank you to Hashem, and then I asked Him for another hour, and another, another day. That was my, my, my relationship with Akkadish Baruch. And we know that the, the great people, the, the tzaddikim of all the generations, they really look forward to, to the coming of, of Mashiach. Not just some abstract thought or even in speech, but really the way they acted showed that they really, really wanted the, the, the Mashiach. Their, their, their Muna was so palatable on such a level. Every step they took, everything they did was, was based on the fact that uh, it could be that Mashiach is is coming. And there are many, many examples of, of, of that. Let's just bring a couple, a couple of them. There, we know about uh, the great of Levi Yitzchak, Mibaditchev, the great Ori Yisrael. His whole life, he hoped and he waited expectantly for, for the coming, for the coming of Mashiach. It says, uh, uh, on one year, on Erev, on Tishbav, he would stand and he would look and he would wait for the footsteps of, of, of Moshiach. And only after was ready Shkia when he saw to his great, to his great sadness that Moshiach hadn't come. So then he went into the Basemarish and he began to, he began to cry. And he began to say the keenness for the destruction of, of, of the Basemarish and for the, for the Golis of the, uh, of the Shekhinah. And whenever he wrote a shtar, whenever he wrote a document of, of, of Arison, and he had to write the place and the date of the, of the wedding, he always wrote, the chasna will take place in Ira Kodesh Yushalayim, and, and Im Shalom, and if until then Mashiach hasn't come, so then they'll be in Badichev, and whatever before a certain, 
a certain uh, a certain date. It's when when the Yidden were were, were bearing and, and 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 suffering these terrible terrible gezeiras, uh, uh, fearful fearful gezeiras. So the the tzaddikim were 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 always aware, keenly aware of the fact that Moshiach was very likely coming, and that these tzaras, whatever they were going through, were the chevle Moshiach, the birth pains of of a of a of Moshiach, and and that's the way it was in the year where the first world war broke uh, broke out on the twenty first day of Adar, which is the the yard site of uh, the great uh Rebelimelach Milosinsk. So therefore uh so the bells of Rebbe of Army Bells would stand by the window and he was looking outside and waiting for the moment that Mashiach that Mashiach would 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 come. And only when it was sunset and Mashiach hadn't arrived, he left the window with tremendous sadness that somehow an opportunity had been uh, had been had been uh, been missed. We know about the great uh, Moshe Tadelbaum was the 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 Yismach the Yismach Moshe also. How much he looked forward to the coming of Mashiach. It was again it was something that was absolutely palatable to the point where every evening he used to climb up. On the, uh, on, on, uh, sort of, uh, uh, on a ladder and, uh, and, and, and you would take down. He had his, uh, a, a suitcase in which was written, in which was packed all his, he had a special, uh, 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 a special coat that he, that he had there for, for the Melech, for the Melech HaMashiach. So much so was he looking forward and, 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 and waiting for, for, for the Mashiach. And that's what we have to do. We have to know and wait and expect that Mashiach is coming. Not because simply to get rid of Atzoros or to, or to, uh, or to, uh, you know, take away Corona. We want Mashiach because we want the Shechina to go back to its place. We want HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be manifest. The whole world should know about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. May it happen speedily in our days. This is 101.9 Chai FM, Soul to Soul. We'll be back in a moment. There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. Chai FM is the soul to soul back on your radio here since we're just talking about uh, 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 believing in the coming of Mashiach two more quick quick stories the the, the Sanzarov was once uh, invited to be a Sandak in the town of Tveria and there was a big crowd there and Moyle was ready he already had his Kalim uh, in his hand and the Sanzarov Turns to him and says, shlem, I have a complete faith that the Mashiach could come any moment. And it's brought in this forum that Mashiach will come from Tiberia, which is the birthplace or the burial place of, of, uh, of, of Rabbi Meir. 
And, uh, and of course, if, gonna, if he's gonna come, there's gonna be a big commotion. So it says, I'm asking you, says, my dear Moyo, even if a great big commotion sort of evolves, uh, when Messiah comes during the bris, please maintain focus and, 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 and finish, finish your work. And then you'll join the celebrations of, 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 of the bris. But don't, don't let, don't be distracted while you're doing your holy work, but by the, by the, by the commotion. And of course, the Chavetz Chaim, it's well known how how he really lived. He really lived uh, the coming of Mashiach. In fact, uh, uh, Shom Shadron tells tells the uh, the story that uh, he was a uh, a Talmud in uh, in 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 the yeshiva of uh, of uh, of uh, where where of Chatzka Levenstein. Was, was the Mashkiach, and, uh, he was leaving to go to, to, he was, go, he was going to leave, and, uh, he was going to leave the yeshiva, and go to, and go to Chutzlaretz. So, so the, uh, the, uh, the asked him, tell me, what are you going to do if Mashiach comes when you're in Chutzlaretz? Said to him, because the Chavetz Chaim said, that the, 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 the great schus to be able to see Moshiach is comparable to a, uh, a wedding. So of course, all the neighbors come, you know, just, uh, you know, you just get them an invitation, they'll all, they'll all come. Anyone sort of lives around the corner you invite, right? From outside the city, so who's gonna come? Not every person's gonna come. Your relatives are gonna, are gonna come. And from, uh, uh, overseas, who comes? Only the closest, the closest relatives. Says, so it's gonna be when Mashiach comes. Those who are in there to sell, those are the neighbors, they're all invited. You're in Chutzaretz. And only those who are very, very close will be Zacher to, 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 to see him. And, uh, I remember hearing from Rav Lazar Plashinsky, and, and, and I've heard also from, from Diane Rapport about, uh, uh, Cheskel Abramsky, how much he waited for Mashiach, where there was once a group of, of, of Rabbonim sitting with him, and it was sometime in Nissan, and he was quiet for a long time, and he was tapping his finger on the table, and then he said, I, it's already, whatever, the 10th day of Nisan and Mashiach hasn't, hasn't come, hasn't come yet. He, he actually organized and made an arrangement with a particular Kayin who he wanted to make sure that he would check, that he would uh, so organize his carbon Pesach so that it will be done, it will be done, it will be done, uh, 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 possibly, practically and, 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 uh, and, and correctly. These are people that were so sure, they were so, uh, committed and certain that Mashiach was gonna come and the Bismikish was gonna, was gonna come literally, literally. Now, and that's something we have to work on. We have to want, we have to desire Mashiach. But again, as I say, for the right, for the right reasons. We're learning the laws of Cholomoid. And we're actually up to the point where we're gonna start talking about the actual activities that are mutter and, and, uh, usher on, on Chalamoid. So just generally, the, the purpose or the reason why some activities 
were restricted and forbidden on Chalmayid was that we shouldn't be so distracted by our work and we should have much more free time. A, to enjoy the Yontav and enjoying the Yontav we said is A, by learning Torah and two, by having time with the family and sitting down to, to, to festive Yontav, Yontav meals. And therefore, the, the basic principle is that any malacha which contains what the, what the Chazal call Torah, right, which means a, a, a great degree of, of literally bother of uh, energy expansion, is also. And really, there are two, there are two definitions for the word Torah. Number one would be that it takes a long time to do. It's going to gobble up a lot of your day in, in being involved in such an activity. And number two, it demands total focus and, and, and concentration. And therefore we say that professional labor or work done by an artisan or, or a craftsman is, is also, even if it's not going to take long, even if it's a short job, but since it requires great concentration, it's going to be, it's going to be forbidden. But any kind of job that doesn't take tremendous Tayach, it does not going to take a long time and it doesn't require great concentration. That is permitted on, on Cholomoy. Even if it's not necessarily going to be done for the purpose of the Yontav itself. Therefore, let's say, uh, 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 for, you're, you're allowed to, to, to clean, you're allowed to remove, to remove, uh, remove dirt from a floor or, or, or a wall, even if it's, let's say, not in a room that you're necessarily going to use on, uh, on, uh, on Yantav. Again, provided that it can be done without great effort, you're allowed to, you're allowed to do it. Uh, you can take, uh, you can take, uh, photos and, and do all the kinds of things. You can draw, but even though it's not necessary for Yantav and you could really take the photographs after Yantav, but still, it's mutter because it's not something that's going to take tremendous concentration. Uh, I don't know, you can, you can, uh, you can put on a fire, you can light a match, even though you don't need it for, for cooking. It's not difficult. Or you can go out to the, uh, to the street or to the shops, even though you're, you're carrying things that you don't have any need for them at all on, uh, on, uh, on Yontu. Cause it's not, it doesn't require Tircha. Right? And obviously if it is something that is necessary for the upcoming Yontif, so then you can even do malachas that will take a, 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 a zman. Right? Let's say you want to go and, 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 uh, and pick some, some fresh fruit for, for a Yontif. Or you want to go trap an animal so that you can actually go and, and do, uh, and do shrita on, uh, on uh, on Yontif or something uh, like that, or, or or go fishing to have some nice fish for Yontif, or, or grinding wheat so you can make flour, or squeezing fruits, all these things, or or even sort of packing uh, 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 foods in 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 packets or, or, or tins that you need 
uh, uh, you know, you want to, you want to, you want to uh, merchandise them. They want to sell them, and you need them for your auntie. That's all. That's all allowed on yantiv because that's all considered litzayrech litzayrech hamayit. And even if it's not for food, but you're allowed to do anything else that is other activity that you might need for some other need on uh, on on uh, on on a yantiv. Uh, Let's say, I don't know, there's a broken window. And you're gonna leave it broken, you're gonna, you're gonna be cold in, in the room. So you can, you can, you can fix that on, 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 uh, on Cholomoyed. Um, you can do malacha that is going to, main purpose of it is to stop you from, from, uh, from losing money. Uh, which we call malacha that's dover, dover, hoi, it. Right? And, uh, and uh, even this this uh, this uh, het of davavod, which is even let's say letzarech uh, 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 for the, for the yontiv, because if someone is asking, because if a person is 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 worrying about even a possible loss of of money, so that's going to stare, that's going to bother him. He's not going to be able to properly enjoy 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 the yontif and therefore that is you're allowed to get that off your head and get it done so that you would go can go back to to uh to jo- enjoying enjoying the 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 uh the uh so if we had to sort of break it down i'd say there are five kinds of work that is that is permitted number one preparing foods for the yontif that you could do virtually even professional work number two other things for the Maya, there you can, you can't do professional work, but you can do anything else. Number two, this person doesn't have what to eat, so he can work normally, so he can buy things for Yontem. Number four, uh, uh, not to lose, not to lose money, so there you're allowed, even allowed to do professional work to avoid losing money. And number five is, if there's a public Need that if you don't do it on Chalmoid, so then that could cause some kind of a difficulty for the Tzibur, so that you're allowed to do, provided it's not, it's not a professional, professional deal. But the, the main thing is, Chalmoid is complicated. Every law is a separate halacha. You cannot basically, uh, learn one halacha and, and make klolim and make general rules that apply to everything else. We have to learn it properly and please God, we will. That's about all the time we have. So I want to take the opportunity to wish you all a First of all, a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos, a wonderful Shabbos, make the Shabbos a, a build-up. You know, we know that the, the Shabbos before a, a, a Chag always really carries the flavor of, of, of the Chag. Shabbos Chazon is, is, is a, is a uh, serious kind of, kind of a Shabbos. And, and, and then the build-up, the preparation for Tishbav, Tishbav should be mentioned for all of us. An easy fast for those who are fasting. Please see the guidelines of the Bezin regarding who should not be fasting this tishba, but everyone who doesn't fit those guidelines must uh, 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 fast, and to use the day appropriately, to use it for growth, to use it for inspiration, and Bez Hashem, this should be the day that's going to become a, a yanta for all of us, and we'll celebrate together, but Bez Hashem will be together next Friday afternoon from Yushalayim Yakarish, still broadcasting and still learning Torah together. Have a good Shabbos. Have a wonderful, wonderful uh, time together. A meaningful Tishbav. And to one and to all, a good Shabbos to each and every one of you.